Hello and welcome to another episode of our Brothers Creed podcast where we talk about motivation, experiences, and we explore the world around us. We're the Thomas Brothers, and I'm Jared. And I'm Ethan, and today we're going to be talking about intelligence. Uh, this is uh, a segment that we do where we talk about uh, attributes or uh, maybe specific skill sets that we think are beneficial. And uh, today's attribute is intelligence. I think this is a very important attribute or thing, characteristic, that I would say a person with a strong creed would need to have. Exactly. Now, uh, intelligent is, intelligence isn't always book smarts. Uh, I think there's some street smarts in there too. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna we're gonna dive into it. We're gonna explain a little bit about it, factors of it, uh, what influences it, how to become more intelligent, how to use that intelligence. So let's dive into it. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Most valuable commodity I know of is information. And that, my friends, is called integrity. That's called courage. Now that's the stuff leaders should be made of. Either you're somebody or you're nobody. You're not the devil. You're practice. So intelligence is such an interesting thing. There's so many facets to intelligence. Uh one of the things I want to talk about is that there's uh, some of the many different types of intelligence. Uh, But just as a basic overall definition, I found this one that I liked. It says human intelligence is a mental quality that consists of the abilities to learn from experience, adapt to new situations, understand and handle abstract concepts, and use knowledge to manipulate one's environment. So, uh, I think that's that's pretty interesting. Uh, one of those things about like, I, I think you know even animals can manipulate the uh, uh, environments around them, but uh, adapt to new situation. Even animals can do that, but like this ability to understand abstract concepts and then and then do those other things to a greater extent is what makes human intelligence so uh, so great. So uh, that's. One of the first ones I wanted to start with is that definition. What do you think? Either? Yeah, well, you think so too. You know, you said there's even animals that that do that. They, it, it, you think of like, you know, there's some primates that they'll they've they they use tools, mm-hmm. right, to yeah. you know hunt or whatever else it might be. That's kind of like learning something. Well, the kind of the definition that that I put together for intelligence is uh, it can be defined as the ability to acquire and apply knowledge and skills. And so this includes problem solving, critical thinking, the ability to adapt to new situations. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's very important for quite a few reasons. Uh, kind of on a practical level, it can help us to perform well in school, to excel in your career, to make informed decisions, and maybe on a on a on a personal level, it can drive self confidence. Uh, it can help you to, uh, you know, be more aware of your surroundings. Uh, there's there's lots of different things. So, uh, I dug into some of the factors of intelligence. Yeah. So I thought it was kind of interesting. 
thinking about intelligence, well, why are some people more intelligent than others? Is it, you know, because someone has a bigger brain and so they just are, they're just genetically able to uh, store more information? You know, maybe there's some people that have photographic memories and they're so much more intelligent than everybody else. And so really kind of broke it down into four main sections. Uh, one, and these are the different things that help to determine your intelligence or to formulate your intelligence. So first one is, is genetics. Research suggests that intelligence can be influenced by um, inherited genetic factors. So a lot of times, you know, people that have parents that have the capacity of extreme learning and whatever else it might be, there's a certain genetic factor to that. So genetics can play a part in it. Secondly is environment. Uh, a person's environment, including the quality of the education they have access to, uh, the access to learning resources, exposure to uh, stimulating experiences can also play into roles yeah, of like, experience. Like remember when we talked about, uh, you know, child geniuses. Uh, I remember when I talked about Mozart and how his dad really helped him go on road shows and really who's he was an artist himself and he taught him and like that's like dude you know you, you've got to have the right environment get if he had never had a piano in his house uh then perhaps and his dad never never taught him or never tried anything with him then perhaps we wouldn't have the great mozart music that we have yeah i mean to a certain extent too you think of like you know there are certain situations where there's you know kids in in high school they can't read. Yeah, there are a lot. And and that is extremely unfortunate. I mean, yeah. that's high school and they can't even read. Yeah. And, and so I mean, my my 6-year-old can read. Um and the school and system so, just keeps pushing them through. Uh Yeah, and I think I think them. environment has a lot to play with that. I think environment uh like the at-home environment. I don't think that's all a failure of, oh, teachers aren't teaching. I think that a lot of that's yeah. a failure on the parents' part. Um, you know, just w what... I, I couldn't imagine trying to learn an environment where, where you're constantly on the defense and feeling like you're threatened. potentially going to, uh, you know, get physically threatened or whatever it might be. Um, so environment is a, a, a large plays a large factor on... Um, someone's intelligence. Mm -hmm. Next is uh, health and nutrition. Poor health and nutrition can affect a person's cognitive development over uh, over a period of time mm -hmm. and influence their overall intelligence. Um, you know, you think of mm -hmm. the the simple adage of you know brain food or whatever else, or even just uh, a lot of people are exposed to like sicknesses that are debilitating and they yeah you know i don't know lose their eyesight or yeah i, th I think that might be a dumb example but their their yeah. health and nutrition definitely plays a part in i, I think some of that definitely is causal uh but i think some of it is just also uh correlated with it so like if someone is seriously undisciplined in the, what they're eating then they're just eating junk food all the time they don't care what, what they're putting in their mouth then they're probably not very disciplined in, in pursuing knowledge and education yeah. and learning. So uh, those might go hand in hand. Although that you know, if someone's not getting the right proper nutrients and things like that, and they're also not going to develop normally. Yeah, definitely. 
The last one here is, uh, which kind of actually relates to health and nutrition too, but specifically with substance abuse. Uh, mm-hmm. Substance abuse can have a major negative effect on uh, the brain's function and cognition, which can impact intelligence. It's really interesting. I was I was flipping through uh, TikTok the other day, and there's this TikTok channel where this guy basically just goes around and he talks with people that are homeless and living on the streets. Yeah. And it is really crazy because I would say probably 90% of the people that he's talking to are have years and years of substance abuse and heroin and all this sort of kind of stuff. And they are just gone. I mean, it's like, it, it's like hmm. talking to a, a brick wall almost. I mean, and he's not, he, the guy was doing it to like Make exploit these people. Yeah, he's just, trying to bring awareness. Yeah, and I think he to too, at one point was homeless in, during his life. Um, and so it's just really crazy. Just like the, the effect that substance abuse has on your, on your cognitive ability, just your brain. And even, and I've even heard stories and seen things about people that uh, have, kind of basically gone down that substance abuse path, abuse path just really heavily. Mm-hmm. And when they come back, they're just, you're just not the same person. Yeah. You just don't have the same cognitive ability and intelligence that you had before. I know a guy uh, in high school, well, a little bit a little earlier than that. He had a photographic memory, man. He could just read something. He was like, I never studied for tests. He could just read something and know it, but he got mixed up in, in drugs and stuff. And, I mean, it really messed him up, man. And like, I I don't know, I don't like keep in touch with him now, but uh, he, I think he dropped out of school and just really had a really hard life. Uh, and I, I feel like, oh man, he had so much potential because he had this photographic memory that he could just remember everything. And like, it's almost like he was given a superpower, and then he just squandered it. <laughs> yeah, but he was kind of living in a broken home, and, and you know all those difficulties. But so. It may, it may not have been totally his fault, you know, being raised in that yeah. environment, but I uh, just feel kind of sad to see that, you know, that talent go to, go to. Yeah. Well, what's saying you don't know what you got till it's gone. Yeah, I guess so. So that's interesting. Did you have any, anything else on, on those or was that the last one? No, no, those, those are kind of the ones before the next section. So I, I had, I think that's, that's really good about just intelligence. Like generally uh, I was looking at, I was like, man, there's so many types of intelligences. And I was, so I was like looking for maybe if anybody had articulated a theory on this. And I've actually found one that was developed at Harvard University uh, Psychological Department his name, by a guy named Howard Gardner in 1983. So his theory suggests that people can be intelligent in a variety of different ways. So I'm going to kind of walk through. There's There was four ways, or excuse me, eight ways that people can be intelligent. And then later he, add, and I was like, what the heck? He's missing one. And then actually, actually later added it uh, in the early 2000s. So I'll ask you at the end if you can think of any that are missing and you see if you can okay. guess the missing uh, one. So the first see one. See if I'm intelligent enough to guess Yeah, it. exactly. And you know, as you go, as I went through these, I'm like, man, honestly, every single, the podcast, just doing this podcast and the things we talk about has helped me increase every single one of these uh and so i think it's pretty cool and i'm like this this is truly the podcast is truly making me more intelligent uh and i would imagine our viewers as well our listeners as well because 
if you're listening to what we're doing, you're, you're being exposed and exploring new things that uh, will make you more intelligent. So this is a, a proof of that. So the first one is spatial intelligence. So this is kind of visual, spatial judgments. Uh, these are the kind of the strengths of this attribute. Some of the characteristics are you draw for fun, you're good at puzzles, you recognize patterns, uh, and you interpret visuals uh, as well. So for me, uh, putting together some of our Facebook or Instagram uh, of covers, uh, the design uh, episode designs, like I, that has been something that I've done with the podcast that's really helped me kind of develop this spatial intelligence. Uh, so there's bodily uh, kinesthetic. Oh, I can't even say that. Bodily uh, kinesthetic intelligence. And that is some of the strengths of that are just physical movements, more control. This is stuff like being skilled at sports, being skilled at coordination, uh, or remembers by doing instead of hearing or seeing. So you can remember by doing things. So I actually feel like I've grown in this because I started doing jujitsu. And I mean, heck, some of the exercises that we do are like, hey, close your eyes and roll with somebody. And you're actually just trying to feel that person's movements. You're trying to feel when they're off balance. Uh, and not necessarily looking at them. So that's kind of a interesting way to roll sometimes. It also can be a good way to get poked in the eye or poke punch in the face or just to hit in the face on accident. <laughs> um, but they're not going to poke you in the eye because your eyes are closed. Yeah, but. but they can still poke your eye. <laughs> uh, so musical intelligence is next. And I was like, oh, yeah. This I feel like you know when I did that Mozart episode, I was or about child geniuses. I feel like I really grew an appreciation for that, which I've always you know, appreciated orchestra as I was in, I played the violin when I was younger, but this strength is a strength of this is appreciating rhythms and music. A characteristic of this strength is a, a appreciation for music, things in sound and patterns, uh, rich understanding of musical structure and notes. Uh, I mean, putting together these intros, uh, outros, putting together the audio for the podcast. I feel like I've really grown in this area and, you know, especially with the intros, you know, we're, when I'm listening and I'm like, okay, I want to get a, a good beat drop on this. And then so the intros and Ethan, even you were like, oh, I like this, but it needs a little bit of a better beginning here. It doesn't quite sound right. And so we, we both have been working on that. Uh, linguistic intelligence, words, language, writing are the strengths for this one. So characteristics were enjoys writing, reading, uh, good at public speaking. We literally just had an episode about public speaking. Uh, very persuasive and can explain things well. That's one thing I think I've gotten better at is explaining things well, as well as cutting out ums and ahs uh, and some of those filler in words. In post or while you're saying it? Uh, well, it's sometimes in post, but also I'm trying to do it while I'm <laughs> saying it. So there's always that. Uh, also, I don't know if you've done the exercise with your wife yet that Brendan suggested. but The staring at each other's eyes? Yeah, try that one. Uh, that will help your linguistic intelligence to be comfortable with pauses. The next one is logical or mathematical skills. So this is analyzing problems, mathematical operations. Uh, so some of the characteristics here would be fast problem solver, understands complex computation, and likes thinking about abstract ideas. I kind of do this at work as a data analyst, uh, data scientist. So I, I feel like I'm already kind of expert at that one. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I, but I am developing that strength and continue to do that. The next one is interpersonal intelligence interpersonal meaning understanding and relating to others so 
Characteristic here are strong emotional intelligence skills, which I want to talk about later because there's a whole facet of that. It's so important. Uh, creating healthy relationships and good at solving conflicts. The next one is intrapersonal intelligence. So this is more like an introspective and self-reflection uh, strength. Some of the characteristics there are understanding one's own strengths and weaknesses, being highly self-aware. We've had we've done an episode on self-awareness uh, and sensitive to one's own feelings. We've talked about that as well. And then the, the last one here, the eighth one, is at naturalistic intelligence. This one, I was a little bit, uh, I've always been pretty strong at this one, I think, but I was a little cu- curious to see this as a strength he identified. This one, strengths were being seeing patterns and relationships to nature. So the characteristics are interested in areas like botany, biology, zoology, appreciation for nature, enjoys activities like camping, gardening, and hiking. So just an appreciation and love for the outdoors. Uh, I've always had that, uh, but I did, didn't think of that as a, as a level of intelligence or like a, a type of intelligence. So now that I've said all of them, which one do you think is missing here? Yeah, well, I, I like all of those. Um, if I was a guessing man, uh, which I'm not, or gambling man, but uh, I'd say probably technological intelligence. Uh, that's not it or, that's not it so I'm trying to think of what I was going to say I was going to say or social intelligence but that kind of works that with that interpersonal inter- yeah interpersonal yeah so I don't know which one which one is the ninth so one so the ninth one that I immediately thought of is I was like what about spiritual intelligence you know oh okay yeah. and then I actually was looking more into his work and he actually had added an additional one where he was, it was like, yeah, uh, uh, he called it existential intelligence, which is sensitivity and capacity to tackle deep questions about human existence, such as what is the meaning of life? Why do we die? How did I, how do we get here? So he, he calls it the existential intelligence. I would call this a spiritual intelligence. Uh, just kind of an under, his is a little bit different than what I would say. Mine, you know, some scientists, Harvard scientists would call it pseudoscience, you know, but my spiritual intelligence would be being in tune with a vibe that's around you. If you walk into someone's house, how do you feel? That that kind of intelligence or sense of things, maybe some call it a sixth sense. I, I say that maybe it's like feeling the spirit of something or of someone. Sometimes you can just get a vibe of, of, hey, this is not a place that I should be in, or we need to leave, or or maybe even to the point where like, I'm getting goosebumps. This is, uh, something is off here. You know, I think that humans have that ability. And also the, the sensitivity, just spiritually, to receive promptings from God on maybe what you should do or what you shouldn't do. Uh, I, I think that is uh, a missed in his academic explanation here. And I think he does a weak attempt at explain saying, "Oh yeah, the existential intelligence," but he ignores the the spiritual aspect of of humanity. Yeah, I think that's great. I think those are great examples of the different, I guess, maybe categories of of intelligence. Yeah, I think it's really good. Uh, it, it's interesting that intelligence is kind of a uh, an enigma because intelligence is not fixed. Um, there are many things that you can learn and then forget. 
Yes. And there are also many things that, that it's it's never too late to develop intelligence. You know, developing and improving intelligence over time through learning or additional experiences. Um, that means that it, it's never too late to start working and improving your mental abilities in kind of all these different areas that, that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of different ways to boost your intelligence. And I kind of have a list here of, of 10 ways that someone can boost their or increase their intelligence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we'll kind of walk through them. You know, one of them is reading regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, pull the Ty Lopez. Here I am. Or not Ty Lopez. What's that guy's name? Yes, Ty Lopez. Was, this my is my bookshelf. Oh, with yeah. my Lamborghinis. Oh, the Lamborghinis and my Ferraris. And these don't mean anything. The most important thing in this garage is my bookshelves with yeah. thousands of books on them. You know, I'm here in the library. I own all these books, you know. <laughs> yeah, in this rented house. Um, so reading exposes you to new ideas and information, which can help expand your knowledge and improve your kind of your understanding and your critical thinking skills. Mm -hmm. So reading next one is engaging in challenging mental activities, puzzles, brain teasers, mental challenges can kind of help keep you sharp. You know, it made me thinks of, uh, of like the, uh, you know, the, the, 90-year-old grandma that still pulls out the um, crossword puzzle from the newspaper every day yeah. and and does it. You know, it's kind of something that's problem-solving, making you think. Mm-hmm. Next one is learning a new skill or taking up a new hobby, mm-hmm. uh, something that can challenge and stimulate your brain into uh, improving and learning something new. Yeah, uh, Getting enough sleep is very important for... Uh, memory and brain health and function Mm -hmm. exercise regularly. Uh, It has been shown and proven and studied that um, there's a, a positive impact on uh, impact on brain function whenever you exercise and get uh, regular exercise regularly. Yeah. Um, So next is eating healthy and a balanced diet. Mm -hmm. Um, a diet, uh, fruits and vegetables, uh, healthy fats that are balanced, especially in children too. And whenever they're kind of developing the, that developing their brain and their brain cells and everything else. If you're, you know, junk in junk out. Yep. Uh, kind of similar to that is staying hydrated, drinking enough water, uh, to be able to maintain that overall health. Um, yep taking breaks and practicing mindfulness. So this can be anything from meditation to reducing your stress to uh, um, allowing time to improve your focus and your concentration and just specifically focusing and practicing mindfulness. Uh, Number nine is learning a new language. That can definitely stretch you, stretch your memory, your cognitive skills, your understanding. Uh, It can help you to uh, pay more, you know, learn to pay more attention when you're listening. Uh, Definitely a a great thing. And last one is just stay curious and always be learning. Yep. Um, You know, never feel like, oh, you know, 
I've, I've learned all I need to do on that subject, you know, or, you know, I don't, I, I, there, I don't have anything else to learn there. Um, yeah. you know, there's always something you can learn. Always, always a way you can, you can grow. Yep. Totally. I, I, I read to a guy once I was working construction. I may have told this before, but it just has stuck in my mind so much. He was like a old guy when he's probably in his fifties, you know, his hands were basically like leather gloves on his hands. Cause he just been working so hard his whole life, you know? And I was, you know, he, I just, I didn't know who we just were talking and he's like, Oh yeah. And I, I was like, going to tell him, he's like, I, I was like, I can tell you more about that. And he's like, no, nah, not interested. I've learned enough stuff in my life. Don't want to learn anymore. He's probably just not wanting to talk to me. But I, I, at the time I was like, man, that's the poorest mentality I've ever heard that you don't want to learn anything more. I was like, no wonder your hands are basically like old leather gloves because you have no drive to learn anything. And so you've been stuck in this rut your whole life working a manual labor job at 50, uh, not making much money. He was like the assistant to the guy that was working. And so anyway, I've, I've always kind of looked at that and thought that was a, a piss poor attitude. Poor, to have. poor mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the things, if did you have any more, Ethan, I, I want to talk about emotional intelligence before we signed off. Yeah, here. no, get into it. So emotional intelligence, I think is, is so important. That was one of the aspects of interpersonal intelligence, but I think it's such a huge thing uh, where, you can really, uh, I think a lot of guys struggle with being emotionally intelligent. I mean, women struggle with this too, but uh, there's a couple of different aspects that we could focus on to become more emotional intelligent. So I'm just going to walk through five things here. One is being self-aware. We've we've had an episode on self-awareness. But being self-aware is about recognizing your own and understanding your own emotions and what you're feeling and why. Also, like I teach my boys, you you are in control of your emotions. So if you start feeling something, maybe just consider why I'm feeling that. Is that I said I say, I say nobody can make you feel anything. That comes from you. Uh, and so that's one thing being, being self-aware of where those are coming from. The next one is self-regulation. Once you've mastered your emotional awareness, the next step is m- managing those emotions. Are particularly the negative ones. How do you deal with this? How do you effectively learn how to calm down? Or, you know, if you're just raging and you're just like going from zero to a hundred and you're just raging on your family, raging on your kids, raging on your wife, it's like, yo, that's low emotional intelligence. You need to learn to, to calm down uh, and get those negative emotions out in a healthy way, whether that's exercise or whether that's meditation or whether that's you know a cold plunge or whatever but drinking alcohol doing drugs pornography you know video games there's so many ways uh, just binging on netflix or doom scrolling on tiktok there's so many ways that we in a modern society try to deal with our emotions by those manners by those ways and they're not very healthy at all yeah i completely agree uh, oh, I had, I had I had a couple more. Do you have a, do you have a comment? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, so go ahead. Uh, the next one was uh, motivation, taking responsibility for your drive to improve yourself. We talk about that all the time here on the podcast. The next one is empathy, putting yourself in someone else's shoes, uh, being able to feel how they feel and being aware of others' feelings. 
when you can do that, that will help your emotional maturity. And then lastly here, this just social skills, being able to deal with people, uh, being able to be a good listener and communicator. Uh, that makes that's what makes a great leader and that will give you that emotional intelligence. So I thought that was very important to cover. Yeah, I completely agree. And so when I look at, you know, we've talked about, we've defined intelligence. We've talked about what influences our intelligence. We've talked about how to improve our intelligence, different categories of types of intelligence. Um, And kind of towards the end, I wanted to just talk about, I mean, intelligence is a very valuable asset um, and it can have a major impact on, on all of our lives personally. And as we interact with each other professionally as well, Uh, yeah, professionally, whether it's, you know, personal or professional advancement or simply just your own personal well-being, it is important to cultivate and develop our mental skills and our mental abilities and our mental intelligence. So I had kind of a couple things here at the very end on if we increase, if we pay attention and we increase our intelligence, what benefits is that going to have in our life? If you implement um, these intelligent strategies into your creed, how is it going to help improve your life? Uh, lots of different ways, but here's a couple. Uh, it'll improve your problem-solving skills. We are faced with problems every single day, whether that's driving in the car or at work or at home. Uh, another thing is it uh, enhances your decision-making abilities, the thousands of decisions that we make every single day. It can increase career opportunities. Employers are looking for intelligent people and people that have the ability to acquire additional intelligence. Uh, Also here, better communication skills. That is always a good thing. Kind of goes along with that emotional, what you were saying, Jared, and being able to communicate rather than, you know, just react. And then lastly is improved overall well-being. It, It will... Growing your intelligence, even just personally and your overall well-being, gives you a a better sense of uh, a capability. It gives you, I would say, better or more self-confidence. Builds your self-esteem. Uh, you got to be careful, maybe with with pride, right? But at the same point, it uh, gives you confidence in yourself to grow. And I think that's what we all need to do. I mean, that's what this podcast is about. Building our own personal creeds is growing day after day, growing, becoming better, improving our well-being. And so, you know, I guess if you could boil the the podcast down into one word, it might be intelligence, right? Growing intelligence. Uh, So I think that's definitely something that, uh, that I took out of this this experience. Excellent. Totally agree. Uh, well, this has been a great episode. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed this. Hopefully this will help motivate you to add these things to your creed. And as we all try to build that creed together. All right, let's do it. Mm -hmm.